An important news just came out and it's about the issue of uh, copyright infringement when it comes to the training of AI models like stable diffusion. Indeed, getting images, uh, getting images actually uh, sued uh, the creator of, of uh, stable diffusion, Stability AI, um, for, for uh, you know, unlawfully using the, the images uh, present on the, on the platform to actually train the model. I really go over in detail, um, you know, what can go wrong in, uh, in, in, if you go to the previous episode, I'm going to leave it in the show notes about uh, what can go wrong with the partnership, partnership between OpenAI and Microsoft and uh, some of the legal issues that might come up as a result of uh, those uh, AI models. In this episode, I want to focus a little bit more on, uh, you know, how do you empower an ecosystem based on the new um, AI models that you created and why this is not just a, technology, a technological issue, this is a business modeling, business ecosystem issue. And if you want to make sure that this technology can actually move forward much quicker, you need to make sure that you are able to involve uh, the different parties in the discussion to enable monetization and control to uh, actually make those models you know, work at scale and create a business ecosystem around it. So let me explain a little bit what's going on. Uh, it seems that, again, getting, ima- getting images uh, as uh, sued in London, uh, Stability AI, um, let's remember, Stability AI is the creator of a stable diffusion which has been released as an open source uh, you know, image generator initially and now is doing uh, more and more stuff. Of course, it's, uh, um, the, the, they found that uh, many images on getting images uh, had been used to actually train stable diffusion. And in the first release of stable diffusion, let's remember there was no uh, opt-out mechanism. Uh, they, of course, from Stability AI, they announced that in the next release, the opt-out mechanism will be available for those who want to opt out their data in the training of the model. Uh, and therefore, that's something that is going to be there. But we can assume that, of course, a lot of data where there was no consent, uh, images were used uh, in, uh, in the development of uh, stable diffusion. We can also understand what's going on here. Uh, we might assume that um, it wasn't just uh, naivete uh, in, uh, in, the, in the part of uh, uh, Stability AI. It was more like a consideration to do like things uh, fast, taking into account the, the risk of potential lawsuit later on, um, and to make sure to keep up quickly with the development of the AI industry. So, for instance, Stable Diffusion, uh, Stability AI actually a few months back got uh, funding over 100 millions, which might be used to actually defend against this lawsuit. But against, uh, behind, you know, uh, the whether how the lawsuit is going to go, which is going to be important because this is going to determine a little bit uh, how fast uh, things will evolve in the AI industry. It's also important to highlight uh, how it's important for those players who are creating AI products to actually uh, think in terms of business ecosystem if they want to this evolution to happen. Right now, if uh, we can make a comparison with the early 2000, we are either in the moment of uh, a Napster moment for, for uh, stable diffusion, where Napster was killed by the fact that uh, it was uh, pirating, if you want, the music um, uh, the, the, you know, the music industry without uh, striking any deals. Uh, because, for instance, the, the mindset there was, you know, we're not going to strike any deals. We're just going to go our way developing a product which is cool and that uh, many uh, users like. Or you go like the iTunes route where you understand uh, the iTunes or if you wish, le- wish later on the Spotify route, which is we do understand that in order for us to create a solid product at scale, and uh, we need to build a business ecosystem. Building a business ecosystem in, in, in means that we need to involve at various scales and the different kinds of uh, parties involved in the process. So in this case, who are the parties? 
Well, first of all, in the training side. So when you uh, pre-train those models, as I explained in previous episodes, you need, uh, you need a huge amount of data, which in this case is represented by images to train the model. And you may need, uh, you know, probably millions of um, uh, of uh, images in order to actually train the model and uh, uh, of course the code of uh, stable diffusion is open sourced and uh, it was quite easy probably to get, get images to to see that uh, some of those images have been used to to train the model because uh, if you if uh, if you look the coverage from the verge uh, there are some images where there is written getting images on the image generated by stable diffusion meaning that the the training uh, on top of those images uh, was so uh, clear that uh, uh, stable diffusion still generated also the the the, the watermark of uh, getting images on top of those generated images, which is quite interesting. So, first point is about enabling an opt-in and opt-out mechanism in the in the in the training uh, dataset for both distributors, like uh, getting images and also for artists. Because let's remember, if you're an artist, if you're a creator. Uh, most, or if you wish, 100% of uh, what you uh, gained as a creator is, uh, is your personal style. And uh, if you have a machine who is actually replicating, copying and pasting at scale your personal style, uh, you lost all you have, uh, all you gained and all you sacrificed over the years. Now, as a content creator, I can understand that because, again, I think the main difference, difference between uh, you know, a piece of art and uh, just something that can be commoditized is a unique style that you can achieve as an artist or a creator over the years by you know, really crafting uh, your own uh, style over the years uh, after many iterations, but also based on your own philosophy or your understanding on the world, on your experience. So there are several components of it that make up your style. And this is critical because uh, if your style can be copied and pasted by a machine at scale, then it's fair that you get the chance either to opt in or opt out in one in first place. Second place, you need to have the chance to monetize it, meaning that uh, if you do decide to opt into the training of those models, whoever is going to be using your style and is going to be replicating it, you're going to need to have a royalty. So imagine a case in which you run stable diffusion on top of a user uh, iPhone, the user requests uh, the generation of images in the style of an artist who is a living artist who is uh, therefore living on top of royalties for its work uh, for for Harry's work uh, in that case you need to give the chance to their artists to actually monetize their, their, that uh, piece of art for instance by enabling the user to pay a little bit more to uh, in, in in terms of generation of those images in that specific style so that this money goes back to the to the artist or like the platform who has a deal with the artist and therefore is distributing the artist. So number one, again, you need to involve uh, artists and distributors in the opt-in, opt-out for the training. Number two, you need to involve artists when it comes to monetization and again, um, ability of the user also to, to request any of the styles that have been approved, for instance, by artists that uh, have been part of the training and therefore also enable those artists to, uh, to uh, monetize their, their work. And then on the other side, you also need to work uh, deals with the distributors where again if those distributors opt in and therefore they facilitate uh, the, your your work as an AI company because they enable you to have um, a larger data set by striking deals with, directly with the aggregators like getting images getting uh, images who 
then on his side is actually having a read deals specific deals with other creators then you can use these to uh, actually um, to to actually uh, improve the data set that you can use to improve those models like uh, the further version of stable diffusion and also uh, have more choices for the users so the product might get even more interesting because users can replicate without incurring in legal issues many of uh, those uh, styles and uh, you know those can be for instance commercialized and another key aspect of course is about the development of a whole ai creating um, industry where you know uh, you need to also make sure that you can create a platform or like uh, strike deals or enable other platforms to start developing around these uh, new kind of um, of, uh, of um, uh, art or uh, music making or movie making whatever but again this is um, not just a technological issue this is a business modeling distribution issue where if you're an AI company and if you're a sub AI, you need to understand that of course in order for you to to um, to keep releasing uh, your AI models uh, either you enable others to opt out or you understand that you're part of an ecosystem and therefore you need to strike deals uh, with those uh, parties in order to make the ecosystem viable in the first place and therefore you avoid the, the Napster moment and you go and move toward the, the so-called iTunes moment.